Welcome back to another episode of Expectations versus Reality, episode number seven. She's Emma. And she's Chloe. And we're back here with another episode for you. Thank you again for tuning in. And today, our podcast is Expectation versus Reality with Friends. So, Emma, you want to kick it off for us? Hi, I am. Um, friendship is a pretty in-depth conversation. I'm trying to think of how we're going to fit this all into a 20 or so minute podcast. But, I mean, Chloe knows my view on friendship. I know a lot of people know my view on friendship. And I really am someone that it it's easier to carry around four quarters than a hundred pennies. And I truly believe that. And that doesn't mean, oh, if you don't do X, Y, and Z, we're not friends. No, I am someone who... I don't hold my friends to any other expectations than I hold myself. And I think it, it I think at our age still people are not mature. I really think that and I'm not saying I'm the most mature person. I mean like I, I have my moments, but I definitely think friendship is something, especially our age, requires maturity and I'm someone that if I don't think we're good for one another I'll quietly leave. I mean, I'm I'm very good at the Irish goodbye. I mean, people, just as last year experienced my Irish goodbyes, I'll just kind of float away. And I think that's how I've ended a lot of friendships. But I also am someone that, um, weight, the weight of, neg- I'd rather be alone than with false company, if that makes sense. Definitely agree. I, um... I definitely think, but to me, it's very, like, Chloe and I have been friends for years. Emma and I grew up together. Yeah, and we've always been there for one another. We've been loyal, we've been honest, we've been trustworthy. So to me, I'm like, that. that's what friendship is. Friendship is not being able to see each other for a couple months and then picking up right where we left off. Mm-hmm. And that's happened to us. Like, Emma's gone away to school and I was still in high school and... We went to, I think, the Commons, and we walked around for hours, got food, and, like, we went at, like, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and I don't think Emma left my house till maybe 9 o'clock at night. Yeah, or even before we, before I left for college, before the two of us could drive. Yeah, We definitely. didn't see each other often. So it really is something, but I think that is a true measure of friendship, is not being able to see I mean, like, there, there are people from, college that I was friends with and then this pandemic happened like well we're not going to see each other I'm like yeah but we still have Instagram you have my phone number I mean like FaceTime is a thing yeah I mean just because we aren't going to be on the same campus we're not going to be friends anymore I mean my mom's one of my mom's closest friends lives in Japan and they make it work yeah they do I mean, and you're in and I go and you're in like Massachusetts and I'm in New York and we and you can't just text me back I think friendship really is a give and a take, and you, and when people give too much, especially when I feel I give too much, I'm not getting anything in return. I'll just walk away without saying anything, and what happens happens. And sometimes I hear from these people again, and they'll be mad at me. Sometimes I'll hear from them, and they'll ask like, 
why did I do it? And sometimes I just never hear from them again. And any of the three scenarios is perfectly fine by me. I don't, I don't, I almost sleep over it at night. I've learned not to actually, I've learned not to sleep over it overnight. Yeah, it's definitely, friendship is an interesting thing. Um, People have such different mindsets when it comes to friends. And I think not like, not that I'm the most mature. Like I said, like, I'm going to I definitely have, like, I have my moments and she has her moments. Like, we're human. Like, that's definitely possible, like, possible and still exists. But I think Emma and I have been through a lot at younger ages or in high school years that has had to make us either grow up faster or have an adult perspective on things when we were still kids. So it makes us more mature and more self-aware and I think that's what some people are not always like I feel that Emma and I are very self-aware people because we've learned in the environments that we have to be self-aware like that's how we were we had to be in order to survive the situations we were in well not even for me I wouldn't say it was survival because I mean I, I had a great childhood I mean I couldn't have asked for anything better for my parents but also my parents raise me I mean I I am I am a mix of my mother and my father I am my mother's kindness I do I do help out others I do this but I'm also my father's daughter and I don't mind cutting people off I mean my father and I are very similar that okay you wronged me I'm not going to give you a second chance I mean my father and I both look at second chances like you missed us the first time so I'm gonna give you another bullet to try again I mean that's how we look at the world. I think that it's not even like situation, like what kind of situation I've been in, but I mean, it's also just the personality I was given. I mean, I'm very, I'm not one for second chances, all that often, depending on what you do. I mean, like I'm someone like, oh, you forget to respond. Okay, I'll give you a second chance. I mean, like things happen. But I mean, I, I had people that I was friends with that I had to beg them to respond to text messages. I'm like, that's, that's, that's not friendship to me. That is, you you only text me when you want something from me. That doesn't deserve a second chance in my mind. Yeah. Friendships are weird and messy and icky. But then you also meet, like, your lifelong friends. And, like, you go away to school and you meet people. Or you have people, like I said, Emma and I, even though we never... So, oh, my God, someone is being so obnoxious outside of the house. I wish they would stop blowing the horn as we are filming. It's a little rude. Um, But like I was saying, Emma and I, like, I remember I was like eight years old and Emma has always had like the personality of like, like protecting and also like knowing how to support you to make you stronger like she never babied you like I never felt like that Emma ever babied me I felt that Emma supported me and always made sure like I was okay like we went to softball camp together and I was like I think I was like what maybe eight nine I don't even remember how old but I like didn't feel well yeah and like at at, um, Ramapo College um I remember yes yeah that yeah and I remember I like did not feel well and like um I did not feel well at all. 
Um, and Emma went like right over to her mom and like she took care of it and she was like, it's all going to be okay. Like, don't freak out. Like, you're going to be good. Um, and it's like, I don't know, like she was always like one to, um, really just make you feel that you were okay. And to really just, you know, like I said, she didn't baby you and she didn't, um, you know, like do anything that made you feel less. Like she made you stronger, which was so nice. Chloe for me is always something that reminds me to kind of stop and smile and do have those moments of laughter. I mean, I don't have a lot of friends because I, I hold standards pretty high because I expect people to kind of act the way I do many times. And I've learned, especially at college, it kind of backfires on you. But I mean, Chloe has always been someone that I knew if I needed to smile, if I needed to laugh, right there, text message, always a response. We always get together. I mean, we literally, I texted her today. I was like, hey, do you want to record some podcast episodes? Because we were supposed to do it like Sunday and like, I think Sunday, but life just got so busy, like instantly. But like, that's something like, I can't imagine doing a podcast with anyone else except Chloe. I couldn't imagine doing it because I don't think anyone else has those memories with me. I mean, it's always been that, and we've been allowed to grow with one another. I mean, we've been together for a long time, so we've allowed each other to grow while also still holding on to that little bit of childhood, like, hey, it's okay to grow up, and we are growing up, but let's still laugh about the times we went to Rye Playland. That was the highlight of my, like, one of the biggest highlights of my childhood. In fact, someone actually showed me a ride. Playland Carnival Ride Playland commercial the other day, and I told that story like fourteen different times to fourteen different people. I actually saw a commercial the other day and was thinking about. I haven't seen a Ride Playland commercial in so long. It was on YouTube. I saw it actually. I'd never seen Mm -hmm. it on YouTube. Yep, those are the best childhood. At Emma's old house, she had a batting cage, and there would be poor birds that would get stuck in the net, and her mom always had to rescue them, and that's one of the fond memories we talk about. Um, yeah, definitely, yeah, rescue, definitely, and definitely not cut the dead ones out. (laughs) We performed our rescue mission. Yeah, I remember, my mom actually told me, she's like, I better get a book dedication, or when you get a gold medal... I want a speech, but being the softball's already going to be taken back out of the Olympics, so we had our one season and we didn't even bring home the gold. I guess the book dedication will have to do for her one day. She was she's she'll did they really already it. take it out of the Olympics? Yeah, I think they're going to take it back out again. I think Japan. Well, Japan is huge with baseball and softball. They love baseball and softball over there. So I think they brought it back, and then I don't know if it's going to be in again. Wow. I hope it is, but it's not very popular worldwide. I mean, Europe, I mean, not Europe, North America, South America, and Central America, and then Japan, really. I mean, but like Japan and U.S. have been trying to get other countries involved, but no other country wants to go up against U.S. and Japan. I mean, those teams, like coming in to this Olympics, everyone, okay, it's going to be one of them. The World Series is going to be one of them. I mean... So I don't know, but I think they're taking it back out again. Wow. So I can't give my mom her speech about cutting out the dead birds, so I'll just have to put in one of those awkward... Uh, <laughs> that would have to be a chapter in the book. 
Oh, have to be a chapter in the book. Or like a book dedication. I'll just be like, here, mom, thanks for cutting out the dead birds. And a lot of people will be like, what's that for? I'm like, it's a long story. It's a long story. Ask, Read the sequel to my Chloe book. Ask Chloe about <laughs> it. Ask Chloe about it. She knows. Come find us when we go on tour. Emma and I are going to build this podcast up. Emma has worked so hard on this. She does all the editing and she does, like, literally all I do is show up. <laughs> um, but she, like, started her own website, like, and is writing her own book. Like, Emma has, like, really, and I think that's what also sets friends apart, too, is when, you know, Emma has known what she's wanted to do for such a long time. And I have known what I wanted to do for such a long time. And it's through some of our experiences we had. Um, and we have a lot of friends that don't really know what they want to do. And that's perfectly okay. But I think it's a different because Emma and I know that we're working for something bigger. We're working for something better. And we're working on goals. Like Emma goes to work every day on her website. And she prints out all these business cards. And she runs all these podcasts and these movies. And she works so hard on that goal. And then it's okay, she's taking classes to go do this, and I'm taking classes to go do this, and to also like learn how to better ourselves. So I think that's also what sets people and friendships apart, too. Yeah, I definitely think, well, even, we've also just supported each other. I mean, like, from day one, I think you were the first person I actually told about this website and this whole idea. And, like, you were so supportive of me, so, like, the second you said, I want to start a podcast, I'm like, I went out the next day and I bought the equipment, even though I've, I wasn't very excited about doing it. I did not think it was going to be this fun. Cause I mean, I have like PTSD or something from my last job when I had to edit so many freaking podcasts and they were so boring. But I mean like that, but that's what friendship is. I think it, it's taking these leaps of faith with one another. I mean, like you were like, I want to do a podcast. I'm like, done. We'll get it done. I don't care yeah. how long it takes, where it goes, how, even if no one listens to it. Like, I will get Chloe her podcast. (laughs) And she did. She did. See, all these people are just interrupting the podcast. See, we just got to make an announcement, too. How how dare. Listen, we are growing this. We are growing it. It is growing. And we're almost there. If this damn train would stop going. like I I still hear the train. (laughs) I get, like. Maybe you're transporting food or like something that's important to society, but my but just wait, just wait. Higher. And I think also too, like this podcast, like Emma and I will look back on it, like again, no, whether it becomes like this huge thing or it's just like something that we did for fun, but like growing it and watching it grow together is like so fun like and we're gonna like we go out to lunch and we talk about like all these ideas that we can film or like who we can bring on that podcast and we haven't brought anyone on the podcast yet so we're gonna have to like do that and like get started on like maybe bringing some like people in and doing some more like advertising but like follow emma's instagram so like for more content because it's we have a lot of good things coming out and we keep as we have more like emma and i were sitting at I think frozen yogurt and something happened. I'm like, that's a podcast episode. Like, so those funny little moments that happens like that, like are also like the best. Yeah, I really, I think the main thing is what I've learned from this podcast so far. And even with you is the little things can be stories. I mean, 
when when I was learning to write and when I was trying to craft all these stories, I mean, you read Harry Potter, you read The Hunger Games, you read all these things. These are grand, big books. And you're like, how is that real life? Like, how do you come up with these things? I think it's really like these little stories that we have and little stories turn into chapters. Chapters turn into, into novels. I mean, it really is, it's like, this podcast is just a collection of our little stories that I think when we look back at, and even as we go to college and even as we mature, it's just, and we grow and we age, I think it'll just be like chapters in our story that we've written down for us to look back at. Yeah, definitely. Like, I remember when, like, Emma first bought, like, Emma was like, I have a surprise for you. Like, and she's like, I can't tell you yet. And I was like, thank you. Like, of all these things that like it could be and I was like and I was like you're one for surprises but you do it like not so often so like I knew it was something exciting and like and I remember saying to everyone like my friend says she's like I surprise and I didn't I don't know what it is and like I wonder if it's good and she pulled out the microphone I'm like podcast like here we go and she's like yep I told you I would get it done for you yeah you screamed you screamed in the car. I remember that. Um, and then, like, that day, Emma and I, like, started the Instagram page. Like, we literally went into the backyard. We sat on my deck, and we, like, started taking pictures. We took pictures, like, by the clubhouse. Like, Emma even played in that clubhouse when she used to come over as a kid. Like, we used to play, like, house and kitchen and all those things. And then we jumped on the trampoline and took, like, all those pictures. So it's just, like, the fun little memories of that. And I think it, it really is that. I mean just look at um like people document their lives different ways I mean some people write it down then you have people that like vlog it and tiktok it I mean all these things and people like romanticize their lives and I'm 100% in favor of romanticizing life I mean I think you really have to wake up every day and be like I'm in a great country I'm free I can go to school I can do what I want I can say what I want I really think that but even just the raw stories like this I mean, like, this isn't romantic at all. I mean, I'm sitting at my desk with my to-do list and my laundry next to me that I have to do still. I mean, I have trains passing by. You have people honking your horn. I go, you probably have Pup ready to bang down mm-hmm. your door because we're filming an episode without her. We actually, but I think it's yeah, just- definitely. And we, I actually have a funny story. So um, Emma knows that the air conditioning in our house has been broken for like three weeks and we've been getting like trying to get in touch with the guy and he said like one more week so it was been so hot lately so we um my grandma and I went late last like two weeks ago maybe and got these AC units and it's so loud and now I can't complain the room has been so cold but it's so loud so I actually turned it completely off so it is so hot in here and I'm like sweating but it's so fun like just to like got these episodes in and as soon as like we're done recording so it doesn't make the loud noise that your ac is like going right back on oh i'm not gonna lie i turned off my fan so that i didn't get noises so um yeah so i'm also kind of sweating like you i are. guess that's like what you have to do in order to make the job happen <laughs> yeah but i think but it's moments like this yeah i think moments like this we're gonna look back and and remember because i remember there's this um there's this quote, I can't remember who said it, but it's one of my favorites. I think it's like anonymous because I think it's been quoted to so many different people. And it said, I, I read old books and I study old art so that I know what the past has given me. I think this definitely is kind of like what our podcast is. I mean, like this is, 
this is the memories we're giving our future selves that we can look back at this because I mean the internet's forever I mean we we have this until the day we we die I think that is the exciting part about it is that like we can look back and we can like when we're all like really old and in a nursing home we can look back at it at my wedding right your wedding we're gonna still be going strong at the nursing home we're no 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 we're still gonna be going strong with these podcasts at the nursing home and then all of our viewers are gonna be able to say when they started listening to us and it was trains and the dog just laying down i don't know if you heard that thump but that was pup um and they're gonna be able to say that they heard did you hear that in max's car no Oh, well, there's obnoxious people driving down the road. Yeah. See, again, back to the... Now my grandmother's slamming her cane on the... Expect- but in the nursing home, it'll be like expectation versus reality. Like episode like 10,000. It'll be like our 10,000th anniversary yeah. episode or something. You're right, yep. Our 10,000th anniversary episode. Yeah. Well, I think it really is. Back all the way on the topic of friendship, I really think like it's okay to have only a few friends it's okay to have a lot of friends I think the one thing is you have to make sure is that your friends are there to stay that they're not there when the wind blows a certain way or when things are convenient for them I mean friendship is hard it takes a lot of work it takes a lot of sacrifice but I mean when you find people like how I have Chloe and how Chloe has me I mean it, it makes it worth it at the end of the day. I truly think it does. Definitely. Yes. And they're always, like, your people. Like, my mom always said to me, go find your people in life. Like, and Emma is definitely, like, one of my people. And, I mean, Chloe's one of mine. I mean, and it, and it takes time. It really does. I mean, I think it even took time for us to realize it with each other. How much we meant to one another. Yeah, I would say we were definitely, like, much closer than we were now than we were like even in yeah. high school like and we were like close in high school too and definitely from when we were younger but like we've grown like our friendship has grown so much over like what these past few months like from starting this to like doing all these things like it's just yeah. been nice I think that really is what friendship is it's there's I once said before, I'm like, there's a gentle art of making enemies and there's just an even gentler art of making friends. I mean, I think it's a a double-edged sword whenever you make a friend because, yeah, there is the possibility that they can turn on you, they can leave you. I mean, things happen, but I think the risk sometimes outweighs the reward. Well, the rewards outweigh the risk. I definitely think you, you have to take those risks with people. I mean, yeah, I think things can turn out horrible. Mm-hmm. What do they say? Quality over yes. quantity? Quality over quantity. I mean, like, yeah, things can turn out really bad with friends. But what if they turn out fantastic? I think it's all about what you make of it. Definitely. Well, it looks like we've completed another episode for all of you. So thanks so much for tuning in. Emma, you got anything else to add? Nope, that's everything. I look forward to our next topic. All right, see you soon. See you guys next time.